Hello everyone and welcome to the 2021 MT Awards. And now give it up for your host for this evening, Eladio Polanco. Hello, hello everybody. That's right. I have my own award show now. This is the 2021 Empty Awards. That's right. I decided to make my own award show because I was just thinking, I feel like I want to celebrate every good thing, every sort of good piece of art that came out this year, whether it's music or movies or TV shows. And I said, I want to do that some way, but I don't just want to put out like a top 10 list or like a top 50 list. Everybody's doing that. It doesn't even feel cool, right? Like this seems no sort of like, it doesn't feel special at all. So I said, you know what? Let me take it up a notch. Let me do something nobody else is doing and start my own award show. I mean, listen, what makes an award show, you know, matter, right? Why do the Oscars matter? Why do the Emmys matter? Why do the fucking Grammys matter? There's really no reason. It's just people decided that it matters and now it matters. And so, you know, there's no reason why I can't start my own award show. That's exactly what I'm doing here. I even dressed up for the occasion. You see this? I don't remember the last time I wore a button up shirt, but I'm doing it for this show because this is very professional and formal and this is just what it is. And here's how the show is going to go for you guys. The way this show is going to go, there's going to be four sections for this award show with a bunch of categories inside it. The first section is going to be the television section because that's the type of art I've seen the least amount of. I haven't seen that many shows this year and it's going to be reflected in the categories and nominations but within inside of that there's going to be some categories with some nominations and then the winner is going to get announced. Same thing is going to be for the next sections for movie section for the music section and finally for the empty opinions podcast section which is going to be me celebrating the best that has happened this year on the actual podcast and it just serves as a cool bookend for this podcast itself you know what I mean like a good way to end this year both the entire year off and the year within this podcast off so that's the way that this show is going to go that's the format and i mean yeah that's about it so without further ado let's just jump into the first section the television section all right here we are we're in the television section now magically we're already here the show has already started it hasn't taken long this is the benefit of having this award show as opposed to all the other award shows where it takes them hours to reveal the categories and nominations not here for this section let's get started with the television section and get right into one of the categories that i have written down it is the best show i haven't seen this year now the reason i came up with this category is because like i said not only have i not seen enough shows this year but there's also a thing of like there's just too many shows you know and i'm bound to miss a couple of things right people watch shit all the time there's a lot of art out there and sometimes people are going to ask you like Oh, why didn't you see this? Why didn't this get nominated? Why did this win? And it's like, I just haven't seen it. And so a good way to deal with that is just to create its own category where I tell you, I have not seen this show, but this is the best show if I would have seen it. And you may be asking, how do you know that this show would be good if you haven't seen it? Listen, I wouldn't. It's just a wild guess. But based on my wild guess, my gut instinct, I would just say, oh, maybe this show would be good. And that's why the best show I haven't seen category is. And let's just roll down to the category and see the nominations for this category. Take it away, After Effects. <laughs> and the nominations are Reservation Dogs. Oh, oh, oh. You got a problem? 
homie, you got a problem. The Underground Railroad. Midnight Mass. Welcome. Yellow Jackets. I know is that what happened was a tragedy. Those girls were special. And Squid Game. Right, those are the nominations for the best show I have not seen in 2021, and the winner is The Underground Railroad. That's right, The Underground Railroad by Barry Jenkins. Of course, that would have won. If I would have had time to see that show, I know for sure it would have been the best show out of all of those in those nominations. All right, now let's move on to the next category, Performance of the Year. This is where I think of all the best performers of the year any show that I've seen, which, again, is not that many. But still, I just want to celebrate the people who were acting the best out of all of them. I mean, listen, there's so many memorable categories. And obviously, when you're talking about acting, you just have to include you know, this category. That's the reason why every single award show that has to do with movies or TV shows includes it. The only difference now is it's going to be, you know, cross-gender. It doesn't matter if you're a woman or a man or anything in between. You know what I mean? You're getting thrown in the nominations if you did a good enough job. Because let's be honest, why don't more women... Why, why is it separated? It's to include... Obviously, it's to give out more, you know, awards, right? And to, like, give more opportunities. But sometimes, certain years, the women be having better performance than the men. And some years, the men have better performance than the women. But I think, you know what, for the empties, you know what I mean? For the empty awards show, I say, throw them all together. And so now let's go take a look into the nominations for the performance of the year. And the nominations are Jeremy Strong, Succession. Came totally a woman, you know. Kate Winslet, Mayor of East Town. Not being able to figure him out. He had to take me down. Jennifer Coolidge, the White Lotus. I miss my mother, even though she was a big jerk. Elizabeth Olsen, WandaVision. Why did you make me do this? And J.K. Simmons, Invincible. Alright, those were the nominations for Performance of the Year. And the actor that wins this is going to be... Jeremy Strong from Succession Season 3. That's right. Much much deserved. I mean, I can't think of another performer that has gotten so much attention within a show and outside of the show. If you've been paying attention to what's going on from the like the meta discussions of Succession, you would see how many people are just talking about Jeremy Strong. And listen, when you actually watch the show and disregard all that, there's a reason why he won an empties, okay? That's right. Jeremy Strong, the winner 
for performance of the year. Now let's move on to the big category within this section and that's going to be television show of the year. Again, I haven't seen many, to be honest, I've only seen six. So the fact that I'm nominating five is kind of, you know, ridiculous. And, you know, as I was putting the nominations together, I was just like, I don't know if I would have put this one, but what much choice do I have? <laughs> I, can't, I, I can't do shit about it. So let's just take a look at the nominations for this year. It's a pretty self-explanatory category. Best show of the year, you know, straight to the point. Let's just take a look at the nominations. And the nominations are Succession, Season 3. Ahead of Tater Tots and The Pope Followed You. Uh, wow. Okay, no, this is not the... Is this the real... Right. No, Great. I don't think Thanks, this Greg. is the goal. Is the White Lotus season one interchangeable topics? It's tropical kabuki. Aloha, the happy beer. I know what this place is. Loki season one. The timekeepers have built quite the circus, and I see the clowns are playing their parts to perfection. This is our home now. I want to Wonder see Vision. Season one. Oh, this is gonna be a gas. Where did you two move from? How long have you been married? And why don't you have children yet? Our... See this yet? And Mary Stone. Season one. My daughter's been missing for exactly one year. All right. Now, those have been the nominations for Best Show of the Year. And the winner is... Succession Season 3. What a surprise. You wouldn't have thought so from the fact that Jeremy Strong won the last award. But here we are. That's right. Succession Season 3. I mean, you know, with as much hype as this show had coming into it, you know, I honestly thought, oh, man, they have a lot of, you know, they have a big load on their backs. You know what I mean? Because, you know, there was such a long break from between season two and season three. The audience kind of doubled. You know what I mean? Like a lot more people were looking forward to this show. And I remember as the first couple of episodes came pouring in, I was just like, I like this show. It doesn't feel bad, but a lot of people were talking shit about it. Maybe it's just this newfound perspective. It's like, it's a lot of pressure, right? Like, if more people are starting to watch this shit, is it going to stick to its roots, to why this show was good in the first place? And if you watch season three, you would see it's as good, maybe if not better, than season one and season two. And that's why it wins best show of the year. So that's it for the television section. Just quick and to the point. Now let's move on to the next section. The movie section. The only reason I survive cause a nigga is special first. You get successful, then it gets stressful thirst. Niggas gonna test you, see what your texture's worth. Alright, now that we're in the movie section, the category is gonna be very similar to the TV shows, although I have seen more movies than I have seen shows, but not that much, you know what I mean? But it's gonna be reflected into the you know the nominations that you're gonna see, but whatever. Let's skip all the meta talk. I've been saying meta a lot. Listen, meta is like the word of the year with the metaverse coming out and movies being meta like the Matrix and, you know, all this other shit. That's like the word of the year. But let's disregard any of that outside talk and let's go to the first category. And that's going to be best movie of 2021. I have not seen very similar to the previous best show I haven't seen category. Listen, I don't have time to see all the movies I want for next year. I do want to see more movies, but for now, I've only seen a certain amount. And there's a lot of those movies that I have not seen. But let's just take a look at the nominations to see which is the best movie that I have not seen this year. And the nominations are Pig. <laughs> Titane. 
Zola. Be ready by two. You want to hear a story about how me and this bitch fell out? And licorice pizza. I'm at the girl I'm going to marry one day. All right, those were the nominations for the best movie of 2021 I have not seen yet. And so without further ado, let's look at our winner. The winner for best movie I haven't seen in 2021 is... Pig! Starring Nicolas Cage. That's right, Nicolas Cage is having a hell of a year, and he's having a hell of a career renaissance, and apparently he had one of his best performances ever in Pig, where he's just like avenging the revenge of his pig, I guess. I don't know much about it. Again, I haven't seen it, but if I would've, that's the point of this category. If I would've, then I'm sure I would've loved this movie. This would've been the best movie that I've seen all year, but I haven't seen it, and so I just have to guess. My guess is this would be the best movie I haven't seen in 2021. All right, now let's move on to performance of the year. Self-explanatory category once again. Who had the better performance? Men, women, everything in between. Throw them all in the same category and let's see the nominations. So let's take a look at those. Talking to you. Get the fuck and the nominations are Bo Burnham. Bo Burnham inside. Will Smith. King Richard. The most strongest, the most powerful, the most dangerous creature on this whole earth. It's a woman who know how to thank. Daniel Kaluuya, Judas and the Black Messiah. Emily Blunt, A Quiet Place Part 2. And Carrie Mulligan, A Promising Young Woman. What do I do for a living? Sorry, maybe that one's too hard. How old am I? All right, those have been the nominations. And now let's hear it for the winner of Performance of the Year is going to be Will Smith for King Richard. That's right. He delivered a wonderful performance, one that should be honored by the Oscars. And even if he doesn't get an Oscar, I feel like Will Smith can rest assured knowing that he won an empties. You know, if he wants a cat, if he wants the actual award, I don't really have the trophy with me. I haven't made those yet. You know, I'll make them if one of these actors want to claim their prize. You know, if anybody who wins an empty wants to get the trophy, I'll get them made. You know, I'll get them shits custom made and email it to them. But let's get let's go one step at a time. Yeah, man, Will Smith just did an incredible performance and just reminding us that he can act, man. And I feel like it's bound to happen that he needs to win more awards besides the empties because he's just a great actor. And, you know, a lot of people criticize, you know, Will Smith being the center of attention for these, you know, for this, uh, the Williams sisters movie. But that's like the whole point of the movie. That's the point of the movie, even within the movie, the characters directly call out will smith's character right king richard always taking the, the center stage and there's a reason for that it, it, it's all part of it so people who haven't seen the movie think oh why is will smith the star of these two young ladies movies just watch it and you'll understand and then you'll see why <laughs> will smith won the fucking empties awards for burst performance of the year all right and now we're at the big one big category for movies now and that's going to be movie of the year again self-explanatory haven't seen many movies but this is the big one this is the one that everybody's trying to get in and win you know even above the oscars fuck the oscars people want to know people want to win the fucking empties they want to know who's going to win the empties for best picture or for my award show is best movie of the year because i'm not pretentious all right let's go to the nominations 
And the nominations are Bo Burnham, Inside. Doom. If anything happens, will you protect Paul? The Mitchells versus the Machines. The only people who can save the world. I'm super sorry, everyone. In and of itself. See a man in a theater. There's an audience. It is difficult to see past what this looks like. And the Suicide Squad. Her own completely unique set of abilities. All right, those are the nominations for Best Movie of the Year. And the winner for this category is... Bo Burnham's Inside. That's right. Bo Burnham's Inside has won. A lot of people are probably wondering, how is that even a movie? It's a movie if you watch it. It's not really a comedy special. It's not really a movie. It's something in between. But regardless, it has the narrative structure. And that's what I consider to be a movie. Okay? It's literally, it had a plot. You know what I mean? Like, if you follow the plot, it had a plot. I've been anticipating some new Bo Burnham content ever since he made Make Happy back in, what, 2016? Like, 2016, I hadn't even graduated high school i remember watching make happy with my girlfriend at the time who i guess hated our relationship so much she decided to transition that's a little tmi but this is what the fucking 2021 empties awards is so that's the winner <laughs> all that to say bo burnham has won for best movie of the year with inside and um Again, Bo Burnham, if you're watching this, I'll send you the award if you ask for it. But that's it for the movie section. Now let's move on to the next section, the music section. Alright, here we are at the penultimate section of this award show. And this is going to be the big one because there's going to be a lot of categories, six to be exact. You know, the previous two previous two sections had three categories each. Now we're doubling that up because guess what? I actually listen to a lot of music this year. Music has become kind of my main passion for art because it's the one I can do simultaneous to other shit. I can put that in the background. I can do it while working. You know, I can consume a lot more music than I can movies or TV shows. And I listen to a shit ton of albums. You know, I listen to a lot of albums. So, you know, that's why I had to make six, you know, categories. But let's take it one category at a time and let's start with the first category in the music section that's going to be the next up award and the next up award is basically who's next to blow up who's going to be the artist that you have no idea who he is or she is but is going to blow up and be a breakout star or even artist of the year in the next couple of years that's what this category is here to do and now to present you with the nominations let's take it away in the nominations are Lindsay Fogg all right those are the nominations for the next up award for who's gonna blow next and the winner for that category is my shit is backwards oh here it is it's gonna be yeet 
I like saying yeet because yeet sounds like, you know, when you pull something, that's what yeeting is. Or like when you throw something, I don't know. I feel like I've heard the word yeet before, but you've never seen it. Y-E-A-T. That's right. This guy is definitely next to blow. All I got to say is that he has a picture with Drake. Drake is aware of him. That's all I got to say. Drake is aware of him and not that many people who know who the fuck he is. Like, I thought he was an underground artist. And then I saw he took a picture with Drake and I'm like, oh, I guess... Is he still underground? I guess he technically is based on his like music. But yeah, this guy, listen, I trust Drake. Drake knows how to jump on a bandwagon. If Drake is taking a picture with Yeet, that means he knows it's going to be big. I mean, Drake's been making music recently with Young Blue. You know what I mean? He did it with, uh, what's his name? All I got to say is Take Keith. The guy that, Take Keith turned out to be, actually, that's an interesting point. Looks like Drake didn't really make a song with Black Boy JB. I remember his name. He really made a song with Take Keith. He, Take Keith was the one to blow up. Like, Drake couldn't give a fuck about Black Boy JB. He just heard this Take K beat and said, Take Keith beat and said, I got to jump on this and predicted the success. All that to say, Drake recognizes Yeet is going to blow up. And so I have to do it for the empty. So there you go. Yeet, you are with the winner of the Next Up Award. All right. And now let's move on to the next category. And that's going to be Breakout Artist of the Year. Slightly different from Next Up because Next Up, you're relatively underground. But for Breakout Artist of the Year, that means you've kind of broken out and you're not fully like a mainstream artist, but a lot more people are aware of you. And it's only going to keep going up and up and up. And so for that category, let's take a look at the nominations. And the nominations are Baby King. Made you angry, girl, just know that it get better over time Right, those were the nominations for Breakout Artist of the Year. And now let's take a look at who the winner for Breakout Artist of the Year is. And that would be Baby Keem. That's right. Kendrick Lamar's cousin made a splash this year. He certainly broke out. Listen, I've been listening to Baby Keem since 2019, the end of 2019. But still, that's how I became aware of him. I saw people posting him. I remember seeing a bunch of like outlets posting him. And then recently, it wasn't that recent, but I found out that he was Kendrick's cousin. And I thought, oh, that's cool. He's definitely going to blow up because of that. But I didn't think it would be A, so soon, or B, because he made a song with Kendrick Lamar. And that was going to be Kendrick Lamar's comeback. I mean, talk about what a fucking perfect way for baby keem to capitalize on his music than by having a highly regarded artist come back in your song and you know of course baby keem was gonna break out after that i mean there was no chance he wasn't it was just gonna be too many eyeballs on kendrick lamar's return for people to miss baby keem being right there and who in my opinion had the best verse in that entire song that's just my opinion but all right, let's move on to the next category. And the next category is going to be producer of the year. If you know me, if you know what this podcast is all about, if you know what this brand is all about, you would know that I care to put a little bit of a highlight, a spotlight into the people that work behind the scenes that don't get all the credit, but, you know, should get a lot of credit because they're the ones that make your faves look good. 
And that's why I have this producer of the year category. So with this category now, we're going to take a look at who made the best beats, who was just the biggest producer, who made the best music, you know, from behind the scenes that you should know about. So let's take a look at those nominations. And the nominations are Hip Boy. The Alchemist. Take a day trip. Pierre Bourne. And Kenny Beats. Right, those are the nominations for the best producer of the year, and the winner for that category is it's the one and only Hip Boy. Hip Boy, who's been making music for a very, very, very long time, is definitely standing out these past two years, I think, because he's finally put a producer tag at the beginning of his beats. <laughs> I remember hearing a Hip Boy interview where he was talking about how big he would actually be if he would have put a, a, a producer tag at the beginning of the Paris song with Jay-Z and Kanye West, right? And that's exactly what he's doing, you know, producing songs for Nas, Hip Boy, for whoever, Jack Harlow, but now you know it's a Hip Boy beat, and now he's at the front. He's at the forefront of our minds when we listen to music, at least I am. And now every time I hear hear that hip boy on the beat, so you what the fuck is the tag? Hip boy on the beat, so bitch, you gotta go berserk, right? When I hear that or like hip boy or like whatever the tag is, I know I'm gonna expect some fire. And the fire is always gonna deliver. So that's the winner for that category. Alright, the next category, this is an important one, one that I've been doing in the past two sections, and that's gonna be best album I have not listened to yet this year. And this is actually a very important category. Because I haven't listened to a lot of big albums that people were talking about I should listen to. I don't know why. Sometimes I can tend to be contrarian and like, I don't know, bro. It's like, I can be very specific about the music I listen to. And if one little thing puts me off, I'm just not doing it. And hey, FOMO does not affect me, okay? When everybody's talking about these nominations I'm about to mention next, you know, that being the discourse for an entire week... That doesn't face me, bruh. You know what I mean? If I don't want to listen to something, I don't want to listen to it. But listen, I would be crazy if I don't even mention some of these albums on this award show. Then it would kind of make it invalid in a way. So that's my whole speech. You know, this is why I have this category in the first place. So now let's take a look at the nominations for this category. And the nominations are Kanye West, Donda. He's done miracles on me. Little sins. Sometimes I might be introvert. There's a war inside. Also, if I can't have love, I want power. All right, those are the nominations for this wonderful category. And the winner for best album I have not listened to this year is 
Little Sims, sometimes I might be introvert. That's right. That's the album that I know for sure I would have loved if I would have gotten time to listen to it because from all accounts, a lot of people are calling it the best album of the year, okay? And I know there's a lot of hype with Adele's album and I know there's a lot of hype with Kanye's album, but fuck them, right? They're big enough. Let's give a highlight to somebody I would honestly think out of all of these nominations that probably would win my favorite album out of all those nominations because, you know, I heard all I had to hear was the first single from this album. I forget what it was called, but I listened to that song. I did a whole reaction to it that's on this channel. And I was just like, oh, yeah, this album will be like a masterpiece because this song is a masterpiece. So Little Sims just knows what she's doing. And so that's why she's won. But I mean, then again, you know, I haven't listened to the album, but that's the whole point of this category. If I would have listened to this album, I know I would have loved it. It probably would have been in my top five, top ten, but I didn't hear it, but still want to recognize it. So that's why Little Sims has won for best album I have not listened to this year. All right, now we're in the second to last category within this music section. And now let's talk about song of the year. Listen, with song of the year... I noticed I had to make this category because as I was listening to music throughout the year, there would always be a couple of songs that would just like stand out so much to me that I would just be like, oh yeah, this is clearly a quality song. This might be one of the best songs of the year, right? Because when you listen to a lot of music, it's hard for a specific song to stand out, right? Like, because some songs are just cool, right? And then some songs kind of get stuck in your head. You're like, okay, this is a cool song, but like, all of these songs and the nominations I'm about to show you next, all of these songs I heard and have listened to a lot, they're very, they're highly replayable, but also like the quality factors there, right? Again, people make music and it's so like digestible and like thrown away so quickly that whenever, whenever I hear like a song that truly stands out, I, I really appreciate it. So now that's enough talking for me. Let's take a look at the nominations for best song of the year. And the nominations are... Her, we Those are the nominations for Song of the Year. And the winner for Song of the Year is... IDK Peloton. Yeah, that's right, motherfuckers. That's the song that wins because I think that's one of the best produced, best rapped, most original, most unique songs I've heard this year. And every time I hear it, I'm like blown away by how fucking good it is. It has so much going on, but it's so high quality. It features one of the best produced songs of the year from none other than Cash Money AP, who I didn't know was like making beats that good. It has the soul sample. It has the flow switches. It has the melodies. It has the sections. Listen, that's one of the best songs of the fucking year what do you want me to say i know some people are probably shocked that that was like what what it, a lot of people may have not even ever heard this song i'm i'm, I'm almost kind of sure of it but this is where 
it being my award show comes into play because I don't give a fuck, bro. Okay. If I loved it, it goes to the top of my list. And for this specific category, it has won for best song of the year. IDK and Cash Money AP. Shout out to y'all. Y'all made an incredible song. And IDK specifically made an incredible album. But we'll get to that in our next category. All right. We're here. The last category in the music section. And of course, it's going to be best album of the year. You know I had to do it. This is the big one. Everybody wants to know, what's your favorite album? What's your top five? Well, listen, motherfuckers, we're here. This is what this is. And I mean, I don't even have that much of an introduction to give. It's just, you know, I already gave the awards to the best album I haven't listened to. You know, the next ups, the, the fucking breakout artists, you know what I mean? Best songs of the year. I did it all. Now let's finally get to the big one. Roll the nominations, please. And the nominees are Tyler the Creator. Call me if you get that. Baby Keen, the melodic blue. IDK, you see for yourself. Those have been the nominations for best album of the year. And so let's just get to it. Without further ado, the winner for album of the year is Tyler, the creator. Call me if you get lost. That's right. Tyler, the creator has yet again delivered with an incredible album. That's three albums in a row now. Flower Boy, Igor, Call Me If You Get Lost, that fucking run is as good as any other artist you can mention. Good as Kanye, as good as Drake's, good as fucking Jay-Z's, I don't know, Lil Wayne, whoever you want to throw in there. That run is incredible. God, Tyler, the reason I even love this album so much, I mean, I crowned this the best album of the year in June or whenever it came out in the summer. And nobody, nothing has even come close to dethroning it. So that's how I just knew this album was going to be special. Listen, every, when he dropped Igor, that wasn't really a rap album. It was a great album in general, but it wasn't really a rap album. And so I said, you know what? We need a fucking rap album from this man. And he delivered and he did it his own way and it just fucking worked and there's absolutely no fillers every song is amazing and you listen to it and you're like how the fuck do other artists just drop albums where like there's so many misses or it doesn't feel right right because you can everybody's listening to that one album there's like i don't know bro i just feel like this was better right like that roddy rich album recently came out and a lot of people are just like i just wish it was better and then you hear this and it's like oh this is it right that's exactly how i felt with this album all the other nominations are worthy but man Tyler, the creator, just did his thing, man. He did his thing, and that's why he's a winner of the Empties Award for Best Album of the Year. Now, let's move on to the next section. All right, guys, we're near the end. We're almost done with this award show, but before we end it, I just have to, you know, it may seem a little narcissistic for my own award show, to give awards to my own content specifically but look man this is the empty awards and how could i not celebrate something that's in the empty opinions universe and that being the empty opinions podcast the one thing that is always consistent 
comes out every Monday. Always quality. You can always expect the best podcast episodes in all of Philadelphia. So, of course, I'm going to give it awards. I know it will be kind of like giving it to myself, but I didn't make it exclusively about myself. Because let's take a look at the categories. It's only going to be two categories, but they're big ones. It's going to be guest of the year for the podcast and episode of the year for the podcast. It's only two they're big ones, you know what I mean? This is the, above the fucking Oscars and Emmys and Grammys, you know what I mean? How they have like best picture, you know, best record, you know, best drama, best and all that shit. Nah, none of those compare. Those are, those are not even fancy enough to compare to how important the awards are going to be for guest of the year and episode of the year. So let's just start with guest of the year. Guest of the year, obviously, we've had a lot of guests. You know what I mean? There's been a guest that became a co-host and stopped being a co-host within this entire year. But there's also been a bunch of guests. You know, typically this podcast is guest oriented. It is not always with guests, but, you know, I tend to get a guest who have like a cool conversation back and forth with them. So I feel like it only makes sense to honor whenever a good guest comes in and knocks it out of the park. So without further ado, let's take a look at the nominations for the best guests of the year. And the nominees are Every time somebody Don says, Charlotte, oh my God, you're big. episode 132. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you got to do, I'm you like, know what I mean? Huh? What can you say now? What's I mean, Lake Sunny Flakir, episode 137. And really what this is all about and what it's always been for me, I'm about to cry. <laughs> Let's go! You know what I mean? This is exact. I'm sorry. I don't. Not well. You're not crying in a bad way. You're not. I'm not making you sad. You're just very. Cameo Chambers, <laughs> former call. Brent Fias is not a personality trait. Oh this is way funnier. Than Little baby is not a personality trait. Your favorite art, Meek Mill, is not yeah. a personality trait. Meek Mill should not be. Like, Gino, episode one forty one. Yeah, it's not. Drake yeah. I'm pretty sure Drake did not write the treatment. He no. probably added his little sense in there for his brand. But like, far as like the shots, the lighting, Marcus Ramos, episode you know, one fifty. Yeah, yeah. Like it's all these numbers, and then it's just like an X in the middle or like an F, and you're like, what yeah. the hell? But if you knew what that number was, then the problem would be so much simpler. All right, those are the nominations. So now let's take a look at who's gonna be the winner for the guest of the year. And that winner is, of course, it's Cameo Chambers. That's right. Some people may say this is kind of cheating, but it's really not because technically she's not the co-host. She did technically have the most episodes as a guest, but you know, quantity doesn't really matter. It's all about the quality. And if this guest provided something unique, and in case of my podcast, it expanded it to a place where like, if it wasn't for her, I don't think my podcast could ever be as big as it will be. You know what I mean? It's like just a necessary stepping stone. And that kind of sounds fucked up to say stepping stone because, you know, it sounds like you use somebody. But she did call me a stepping stone in her last episode as the official co-host. So it's all good. But listen, of course, it had to be cameo. I mean, the best moments of the podcast came from her being the guest. So, you know, I just had to give it to her. So, yeah, that's who the winner for guest of the year is. It will be Cameo Chambers. Now let's take a look at the next category. All right, we're here, guys. We're here. We're finally at the end of this incredible award show. You've never seen an award show like this one. This is the best award show in the planet, guaranteed. So let's take a look at the final, final category to end this award show with a bang. And that is going to be 
episode of the year for the podcast. That's right. This podcast, what, has had like 50, you know, technically 52 episodes. There's 52 weeks in a year. So it's 52 episodes, which is not a lot to choose from. But listen, when it's this podcast and this podcast is so damn good, there's going to be so many quality episodes. It's going to be hard to even narrow it down to five nominations. But we... And, you know, the royal we, because it's all been me, but the royal we, oh shit, the royal we has decided to come up with these five nominations for episode of the year, so let's take a look at them. And the nominees are episode 113, Medea Saves Angel. That's wild, bro. This is the wildest. That's so crazy. This is the wildest history ever. Jumbo Shrimp. Episode 132, Jumbo Shrimp with Dom Sharp. Yeah, because I feel like most dicks are like probably, you know, like the not that is, big. Yeah, the average size about six and a half. You know what I mean? It's like, it's you know what? Episode 137, Apocara with Lexani Flake. Be vulnerable with each other. Listen, and I feel like episode 141, Unsung Heroes. Right. Because money is not, not, it's. And episode 148, Accidentally Toxic. Those are the nominations. All those are the episodes that have been nominated to possibly win the most luxurious and, you know, prestigious award that could ever be won for episode of the year for the empty awards. And now let's finally get to who is the winner for the best episode of the year. That is going to be, you know what? Fuck this. There's actually nothing in there anyways. It's just for illusion. You know, I wanted it to seem like it's an award show. But there's fucking nothing there. That's just a fucking bill. Maybe you saw my address through that shit. That wouldn't be ideal. But regardless, I don't even have to look at it. I already know. I've known the whole time. There hasn't been anything on that paper. But the winner for the final category of the 2021 MT Awards is episode 132, Jumbo Shrimp with guest Dom Sharp. That's right. Listen, this podcast is very diverse, right? This podcast can go from motivational to sad to therapeutic to funny to informative to like talking about pop culture, brilliant idiots vibes. You know what I mean? Like breakfast club vibes. But what it can do it all. It can do it all. But at the end of the day, I sure do enjoy a funny episode. And this has been definitely the most memorable episode of the year in my book it was definitely the funniest dom sharp could have easily won guest of the year if it wasn't for the technicality that cameo was a former co-host but she's not the co-host anymore listen that man fucking killed it in this podcast. that was it, it was incredible it was a master class of just comedy in the places that podcast went in you know what i mean it was fucking wild it got serious it got you know real it got motivational it got funny it had it all if I were to recommend a podcast to anybody, like, this is what my fucking podcast is, I will show them episode 132, but first I would say, hey, just so you know, it is explicit. If you're cool with that, then enjoy it, and that's exactly why episode 132 has won the best episode of the year, and that's going to be it for this award show. So, thank you guys so much for watching. This has been a lot of fun, and I can't wait to see you guys next year for the second annual 2021 Empty Awards.